Welcome to This Youth Generation, working to improve the quality of life for youth in our community. I'm your host, Dion D. Price, author and youth life skills coach. I'm looking forward to engaging you on the topic of critical issues concerning today's youth generation by way of informative edutainment through storytelling, discussions, and interviews. If you're a parent, educator, or youth worker, this program will be a valuable resource for you. Let's get to it. This Youth Generation, Dion Price, Life of a Youth Worker. This episode is based on a column that was recently written. The column was entitled, Preaching to the Choir. The column talks about how receptive or unreceptive youth workers and parents can be when learning from different resources. Sometimes we believe as parents and youth workers that we can't learn from the youth we serve or from different entities. Recently, I delivered a presentation to a group in a room full of youth workers and parents in a public school system. And one of the persons in the audience during the presentation responded adamantly that I was preaching to the choir. And I've heard this before. So I wasn't intimidated by that uh, and because I responded instinctively from my days from a stand-up comedian, just like I would a heckler. My response was, well, sir, maybe the choir needs to be preached to. See, that's the problem with the congregation these days. The congregation and the choir don't think the word applies to them anymore. So when I responded that way, it was a kind of an awkward silence and it wasn't quite a drop the mic moment, but it was a sit down and shut up moment for that individual. If I usually get this response from seasoned or so-called traditional tenured uh, youth workers and educators who've been in the field for way too long, some of them are burnt out and they think they know it all and they have this arrogance about them that they can't learn from the youth they serve, they can't learn from the community, they can't learn from anyone who has not been in a classroom every day for 10, 12, 15 years. So they feel that they can't learn. The point is this, parents and youth workers, we can continue to learn and embrace the constantly changing culture of youth environment. Parents should be aware of their children's social identity. They should be aware of the changing environment. They should be aware of everything that goes on. They can learn how to be better parents and youth workers if you learn from the culture. Generations change, fashions change, trends change. So wouldn't it be in your best interest to obtain as much knowledge and information, which is wisdom, to be a better youth worker and parent to this culture generation. But things that work for young people 20 years ago does not work today. The environment changes drastically. The more in tune you are with the youth that you serve, the more you can help them navigate through the troubled terrain of adolescence by assuming to understand the modern youth culture with no true sense of understanding, many parents and youth workers take the authoritative approach or the I know it all approach, which begin to tear at the fabric of trust. Staying in tune and staying connected is just a healthy way to maintain a healthy relationship with your child or the youth that you're working with. How can you become more aware of modern culture and therefore more connected with your child or your youth social network? by simply listening. This will allow and encourage pleasant conversations with the child or the youth you're working with. And they'll be more comfortable talking about issues that are relevant to them. 
asking questions about their friends, their environment, their trends, what activities they participate in at school or in their culture, what fashions, what's hot, what's not. It's, we got to speak the language. You'll be surprised to discover how disconnected you are. It also is an opportunity to get to know the child a little bit better and how much better of a servant you'll be if you understand who you're serving. So resist the urge to interrupt the child when they sit down. Even when they say something that you don't particularly agree with, hold off. It's not the time to correct, right? Having said that, be selective at what matters and what needs to be immediately addressed or not when you're having this conversation. There's a time to correct and there's a time to connect. Be careful not to interrupt them when they're speaking. Give them a time, give them that moment and be selective about what matters need to be immediately addressed and what can be revisited later. If you interrupt them and shut them down, good luck having them trust you and open up to you ever again. Let's take it a scripture. Ecclesiastes 7.12, for wisdom is a protection just as money is a protection, but the advantage of wisdom is it preserves life, end quote. That's from the scripture, Ecclesiastes 7.12. Now think about that. We're life skills coaches. If you're a parent or a youth worker or an educator, we teach life skills, practical information for young people. That's life preserved. You can tell and teach or share some information with young people that will sustain and protect them and may save their life. So scripture's right on the money there. Being ignorant to your child's social environment could be devastating. For example, my mother basically destroyed my reputation by being ignorant to youth fashion and my cultural environment at the time of that era, just flat out cheap she was, right? And destroyed my social identity. For example, she bought me a pair of generic athletic shoes, right? They were called pro kids. Now, pro kids had two stripes, right? And they were flat out, you know, generic shoes. We used to shop at the same place. We would get grocery. She would get my gym shoes and, and, and clothes. That's a big no-no. You don't shop for clothes and grocery at the same location. But these shoes were called pro kids. And I was so desperate and didn't want to be embarrassed. I would literally take a Sharpie and make an extra stripe. So these pro kids who had two stripes, they would look like Adidas, right? <laughs> how, how thirsty and desperate is that, right? But then I had to be smart about it. So I had to keep moving and keep moving so no one can get a real good look at these homemade cheap Adidas, right? <laughs> That's the environment I lived in, right? But my mother had no idea the stress and the pressure and anxiety she caused by being disconnected to my fashion trends at that time. It was one of the most stressful and potentially embarrassing experiences of my childhood. A fine example of how just being a little bit attentive to your child's social environment could prevent a great deal of stress and anxiety. Don't underestimate how serious adolescent depression is due to peer pressure and cyberbullying and all this stuff. We're experiencing an alarming amount of teen suicides these days due to peer pressure and all this stuff. So it's a good idea to monitor the environment, pay attention to the, the child's self-esteem, their reinforce, reinforce their positive attributes with compliments and acknowledgement. So it's a good idea to obtain as much knowledge as possible, learn from the environment, and the culture of the youth that you're serving, even your own young people, monitor their self-esteem, reinforce their love and positive attributes with compliments 
and acknowledgments. And don't be afraid to obtain and pay attention to the environment. And you can learn from them. You can learn from any environment. Readers feedback. Let's get some readers feedback. This is from a reader, Jeff, out of the Bay Area. I just read your column in the Daily Republic. The article was spot on. Too many parents are not engaged with their children, allowing the ways of the world to dictate their path. The choir does need to be reminded where the wide path leads. I also have a history in youth services, gang narcotics investigation. I am retired from law enforcement. Your teachings are in line with what was taught in our youth service program. I appreciate what you're doing for the, for the community. If I can ever be a resource, feel free to reach out. Well, Jeff P., appreciate you, and I appreciate the work that you're doing. I appreciate the feedback, and thank you for reading. That validates it. If you, if you don't learn from the culture, environment changes all the time. And then as our environment changes, we need to change. So parenting style changes, community changes, youth services changes, youth culture trends, fashion trends, all these things change. So we have to make the necessary adjustments to be effective in our parenting and our youth service. So we're right on. Thank you for that validation. Another comment, this is SK, also from the Bay Area in East Bay. Uh, good column, Mr. Price. The quote, she brought me a pair of generic athletic shoes. Now that takes me back. My parents were immigrants that survived Nazi Germany and they were not about to waste a buck. My dad worked extremely hard for what he made uh, their go-to store at the time was Montgomery Ward in Oakland. And I got everything clothing-wise, everything clothing-wise from there. They're plain, ugly jeans, sneakers, etc. I didn't get my first pair of real uh, Levi's from back in the day, but it humbled me. All right. Humbling experience. SK, thank you for your feedback. Yeah, that, that, that validates that fashion change, trends change. It didn't... It, by your parents not knowing what the fashion trends were, that probably affected your social environment as well. It's just, a, it's just in our best interest. Just pay attention. We don't want to compromise, to Mr. Jeff's point, we don't want to compromise our dignity and our integrity as parents, but we want to be mindful of the environment so we don't do more damage than good. We don't want to add any anxiety, as in my case. And in some parents, we are so strict that we don't even embrace the changing of today's youth culture. We just say my way or the highway. And that's oftentimes uh, can, can, can backfire on us and it will cause our young people that we serve to rebel against us. Well, how do we embrace, right? Without compromising our parenting dignity and those things. The principle shouldn't change, but we should be willing to make some minor adjustments to improve the quality of life for the youth that we serve. What are your thoughts on this? I've heard your feedback in the column, feedback on my email. Let's continue this conversation so that we can learn from each other. Just a thought, just a message. This youth generation, Dion Price, just a humble servant trying to make a difference. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this program, download the podcast or subscribe to the channel. We appreciate your support.